Over 250 years ago, our founding fathers set forth on this continent to create a new nation conceived in liberty and the dedication that all men and women are created equal. And as we move forward into the future, we find that people that we put in charge are attempting to take those freedoms away. This is Don't Tread on America. All right, how's it going out there today? It is me, the D. Over there is the C. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? How's it going? Oh, man, another day in paradise. How about yourself? Nah, you know, just just getting by. Just getting by, man. Living a day at a time. What was that? Wasn't that a show back in the 70s or 80s? You know, one day at a time. Of course you would remember that. Of course I would. It's me. All right, so uh, it's kind of a slow news day. What do we want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. There's, you know, not much going on. Not much going on, huh? No, not really. I got the story about Toyota not wanting to... Fuck that, dude! There's <laughs> big news going on. Yeah, I guess we'll address the uh, the elephant in the room, right? This is We'll be the 10,152nd podcast to talk about the shooting in... Uh, where was that? Colorado, right? Yeah, Boulder. Boulder. Boulder, Colorado at the King Supers. When I first saw it, I was like, King Scoopers? That sounds like an ice cream shop. You know, it's King <laughs> Scoopers. Like, Scoop! There it is! Scoop! There No? Nothing? No. Are you doing a Geico commercial? Yeah, or? man. Come on, no. man. French vanilla, Rocky Road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Scoop! There it is! So I just want to say <laughs> this about that to start. Believe it or not, Boulder has specific gun laws. Right. They have an assault weapons ban oh. in the city of Boulder. Okay. And they have a 10-round magazine limit. So he must uh, not so, bought it in Boulder. <laughs> shocking. Shocking. That a criminal is not obeying the gun laws. Yeah. Can you believe that? Shocking. Well, you know... My question is this. We've talked about HR8 and HR127 and without knowing all the details of, of said uh, bills. My question is this. What, what would have changed in this situation? So I'm hearing that this guy, uh, Haji Magilica, I don't remember his name, what was it, Alyssa Ahmad? Uh, where is it at here? Ahmad Al Alawi Alawisa stood up. Uh, you know, bought this gun. What are they saying? Ten days ago, six, whatever. Ten it days was. ago. Mm-hmm. Um. So he went through the background check. He did whatever he did. So obviously, I'll I'll say this. Obviously, there is an issue with background checks. Everywhere. Right. Because this guy, he was arrested in 2017 uh, for attacking a classmate in high school. Now, the only reason we can even read that was because he was 18. Right. We shouldn't we shouldn't know about that because he, if he was in high school, one would think he was a minor. Obviously, he wasn't. He was charged with a third-degree misdemeanor. So, he obviously lied 
on his background on, on the on the background paperwork right because right. i think it asks if you've ever been arrested for a violent crime uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a gun crime it could just be a violent crime period right um so obviously there's a there's a flaw in the system that he was able to lie you know because i'm from what i'm hearing on the news is that he purchased said gun legally so either there's a big flaw in the background check system in colorado because it's run by the states each state has their own right in florida you buy a gun it's you go ffl and now it's federal firearm licensing so they're licensed the gun shop wherever you go is licensed by the government to um, sell guns, but the background checks are done by the state. So if you're in Florida, the FDLE does the background check. I don't know what it is in Colorado, but obviously <laughs> their system has a flaw. Has a flaw because even if he lied and checked the right boxes, his name. And social security number or whatever should have popped in the system, right? One would think. Um, which which I think is the biggest question. Forget about what kind of gun he used. Forget about, you know, the fact this guy's from Syria. I mean, he was born in Syria. He's been in America for a right. long time since he was a child. But are you are you sure? Because I I thought I thought he was just another MAGA white <laughs> right, supremacist, right wing, yeah. Kook. Are you sh- are we sure QAnon. we're not? Because there's a lot of people that said, I mean, come <laughs> out and he's QAnon conspiracy. Yeah, there. Maybe that was Q himself, <laughs> live and in person, buddy. <laughs> um, no, but what I'm saying is, we're assuming he bought the gun legal because that's what we're hearing. So, assuming that's the fact uh, is that that's the case, then obviously Colorado's got an issue with background checks because from what I heard earlier today was um that this guy's name was on the FBI radar. He's he Yeah. No, he, he was known to the FBI. Yeah, because he was in a, not necessarily because of him per se, but he uh if I remember the report correctly, he was his name is being linked to another guy that they're watching. The FBI is watching someone else. Right. And he's a known associate of this person. They didn't say who the other person was. So my question is, if if he's being watched by the FBI, how in the fuck did he was he able to buy a gun? You know, it's like he was just started watched by the FBI yesterday. He, I'm assuming he's been under surveillance for a while, but yet he's able to go to a gun shop and buy an AR. So some something's wrong there. That's why I'm questioning how he bought this gun. I, I'm waiting for them to come out and say, oh, yeah, you know, uh, Ahmad bought the gun at, you know, Bud's gun shop on 7th Street. You know, I haven't heard that yet, so I'm curious if if he did or if he bought it at a gun show or did he buy it from a friend or did he, you know what I'm saying? Is there another angle angle there? Right. But, you know, much back to your point of what you said, when all this was going on, when this first happened, everyone assumed... That it was a white guy. That it was a white guy, right? Right. So we have uh, Julie DiCario, who is a Deadspin and USA Today editor. Her first tweet, of course, was, Extremely tired of people's lives depending on whether a white man with an AR-15 is having a good day or not. Uh, then we have a activist 
feminist and an author, uh, Amy Siskind, saying that um, the shooter was taken into custody. In other words, it was almost certainly a white man. Again, if he were black or brown, he would be dead. And then immediately after finding out it was a white guy, it changed to, let's mourn the victims and not glorify the killer with the intention having, of having his name widely known. Well, yeah, because obviously if it was Bob Johnson killed 10 people at the grocery store, it would be this. But since it was Akhmad <laughs> he obviously right. is a white guy. Right. Right. Well, no, but all they saw was the picture. They That's, didn't. They didn't have the name. They just had maybe. Well, they number one, they didn't have anything. But well, then they had when a they did, But then when they did have the picture, or then like you see the video of the cops after they caught him. Right. You you know from the aerial footage or whatever it was, right. you see the cops taking this. He looks dude. like a dumpy little white guy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so oh, here you go. Here's so another we have, uh, Trump supporter. I just want to read a couple more of these, just just to show the stupidity of the left. Right. And this is the the blaming. This is it, I mean, it's automatic. It's right. automatic white supremacy. All right. Much like we had when uh, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse in in uh, Wisconsin. Kenosha. Right. As soon as it came out, he was oh, it's a it's a white supremacist. Right. No, it was a it was a young kid. You know, or I, I say young kid. You know, I mean, he was that shot other white people. Right. But it, but he's a white supremacist right. because he's on the right, because he's a conservative, because whatever. Right. He's a white supremacist. He's a MAGA white supremacist. Right. That, that's the label. That is the fucking label right there. Mm-hmm. MAGA white supremacist. So what does that make us? Anyway. Uh, so George Hahn, when a white guy with an AR-15 shoots and kills a bunch of people, is the motive really relevant? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert on the motive. He was having feelings, anger, inadequacy, invisibility, impotence, not special. All right, and then I got one more for you. This is from Dylan Park. And I hope all these people feel extremely fucking stupid now. They don't. They They don't because they don't have a conscience. Yeah, they don't care. I said what I said. Yeah. A white man walked into a grocery store in Boulder killed 10 people and was apprehended by police and walked out of the building completely unharmed. Right down the road, police killed Elijah McCain where he was apologizing for not doing anything wrong. Two different Americas. (laughs) Yeah, well, that was the assumption that you had a person, regardless of what color he was or is, whatever, killed nine people plus a police officer. Well, if that had been a black guy, he'd have been dead. If that would have been, he had to be white for the fact that if it was any other color, they would have been dead. Well, okay, to that point. Uh, so here's here's a couple of so-called celebrities. So we got D D L Hewley. I don't know if you Hughley. know him. He's a he's comedian. a comedian. A white armed mass murderer has a better chance of surviving an encounter with the police than a black dude holding a the phone. Then we got uh, Rosanna Arquette. Call it what it is. White supremacist. Domestic terrorism. I'm curious. Are these people? Is this all on Twitter? Yes. So I'm curious if, if since then, if number one, They've if those retracted. are st- or if those are still up, if they deleted them, and if they did not delete them, the responses they've been dealing with now, like, well, ha- strike, strike one, two, and three, because he was a friggin' Haji from the Middle East. What do you think about that? You know, right? Uh, we got people will continue to die just so that a white man can own a guns and reinforce the power they already have. And then we've got this. 
This is uh, Vice President Harris's Vice President Vice. Well, soon to be, soon to be President. Get get ready for that, folks. That we got that later on in the show coming mm-hmm. up. But her uh, was this her niece? niece? Yeah, Mina Harris. The Atlanta shooting was not even a week ago. Violent white men are the greatest terrorist threat to our country. And uh, what color is she? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think she's black. Mm. Hmm? Nothing, nothing better than a self-loathing uh, person. I, I just don't... like Kamala's husband's white, right? Yeah. Right. So all, all white men are evil, says the white girl with the white daddy. Mm. And a white uncle that's married to a black lady. So that's okay, but all white men are. It's I. I just don't get it. <laughs> I just. Um, I'll say this also: What qualifies her to have a blue check? She knows somebody. <laughs> Evidently, she's the knower of a knowing. Because I'm like, I've never heard of this person until <laughs> yesterday. But yet she's she's got her check mark on Twitter. It's like what the fuck, you know? My aunt is the co is but is Kamala, right? And so therefore, I deserve a blue check. My aunt sucked her way to the top. Now I'm famous. <laughs> now nah, I got a blue check. She's, she's got that Kim Kardashian thing going for her where all the <laughs> other Kardashians are now famous. Yeah, I was gonna say she's got the Chloe Kardashian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so who? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, as we called it, as soon as they started talking about these gun bills and bans, two shootings. We've had two shootings. Now, one granted is going to be swept under the rug because it didn't fit the narrative Narrative. that they wanted. So it it started to. It was like, okay, this will work. We can we can work the gun angle into a racist white man killing six Asians. Well, yeah, but it was more about the story of Asian hate, hate, and the Corona China. Because as soon as they found out that it wasn't a big scary assault weapon. Yeah, it was about the white man killing Chinese people because or Asian people because of the China virus right. and Trump's rhetoric and blah right. blah blah. So the know? Asian hate. Right. So that didn't do it for him. I mean it 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 got it, it got I think justification on the HR eight bill that they signed. Right. The I think it was stuff. Yeah, right. But it didn't quite do it right. for what they needed. It wasn't quite for. as it wasn't quite as sensationalizable, if that's a word as they want it. Now that you have the scary AR-15 in the conversation, now we're now talking. We're, now it's about now, the gun. Now, now it's not about now the hate. Now we don't... It doesn't matter that Ahmad Allah <laughs> killed 10 white people. It's not like he killed a... T- That's not a hate crime, though. He didn't kill a, a variety of 10 people. It's not like he killed a, a white this and a black that and a Hispanic no, was, this was, and a Asian that. They were all, there were yeah. 10. So I can't wait. I know... We are speaking on this happened what Monday, right? Right. So we're speaking on this almost two days after the fact, right. and we still don't know all the facts. So obviously, the stuff you read, the tweets happened on Monday, right? So these people definitely don't didn't know shit about shit. They just were responding to whatever was going on, kind of much like the the uh, situation that happened in D.C. a couple years ago with the Sandlin kid from the the Covington high school kids, you know, where they were sitting there and the Indian was drumming in their face and, Oh, here's a freaking um, white kid, you know, in the face of a native American, blah, 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 blah. And once you heard the whole story a week later, 
come to find out that the narrative that was portrayed on day one, two, three of the situation wasn't actually what happened. So I'm sure as more comes out about this, I'm assuming the fact that this kid, I want to say he's a kid because he was only 21 once right. again, this guy was arrested three years, four years ago um, when he was in school for attacking literally just cold cocked a white kid because he felt because he was Muslim right. that he was being made fun of and he was a now, victim of Muslim hate, whatever. So maybe he was bullied in school. Maybe, I don't know. I, I didn't go to the, the school there in high school in, in Colorado. So I don't know the, the facts of that. But the point is, is he felt some way about white people right. because he was Muslim. So let's not, I, I, I'd be almost willing to bet. I'm curious, I should say, if there's video or audio of the situation happening as it was going I, on. I'm in the sure store. there are because it was in a grocery store. So I'm sure there was um, some video, with a, well, video a, surveillance. I'm, I'm sure well, there, there, there are cameras. Up but in I'm, the store. I'm more wanting the audio of it. And what I mean by that is what was he saying as he's going through doing what he was doing? What was what was being said? Yeah, but my question is: is why do we not have that? Why are we not being shown that? Because I, I'd be almost willing. We to had bet. the George I Floyd situation happen, and we had video by the end of that night. Well, because it fit the narrative. I can't. I'm going to assume, and we all know that assuming doesn't lead to good things. <laughs> but I'm going to assume that I'd be almost willing to bet that this dude was in there saying some. Muslim-type well, rhetoric? Yes. I can tell you he felt very persecuted for being a Muslim because of some of his social media uh, posts that have, that been have deleted. since been deleted and yeah. scrubbed. Yes, right. which they did that almost immediately. Right. But nothing that he was saying in there per se would lead you to believe he was going to go on a mass rampage. Except okay. for the fact that his, I think it was his sister-in-law was saying, yeah, a couple of days I noticed he had the gun and he's he's been on edge lately and he's been this and... It, oh. <laughs> you as your family, maybe you should do something. Right. But what I'm saying is, is there was nothing in his social media post per se that is, I've seen a lot worse from people that are still tweeting, posting, right, doing all the things. I've seen worse things posted. So why scrub it? Because was was he Allah Akbaring through the through the grocery store as he shot these? I don't know. You know, much like the the guy stabbing that was, in Pittsburgh. You know, where he stabs the kid, yells yeah. out "White Devil," right? Right. Nothing. So that's not a racist crime, right? You know, this guy happened to kill. I mean, was it was it White Day? Was it White People's Shopping Day at, at the King Super's well, grocery store? I'm going to say this. I mean, I don't think he just targeted ten white people. We don't know. We don't know, right? But I'm just going to say that it was ten people that were in the well, wrong place at the wrong time. That we don't know the type of area much that he like was in. The, the kid neighborhood shooting the Jack Shacks the other day. It just happened to be that he was shooting these three places up, and there was six Asian women there. There was also two white people killed, but no one's talking about that. Because it doesn't fit the narrative. Right. <laughs> so I just want to I, I just want to point out that as soon as soon as this is announced, we've already got Biden calling for the Senate to pass background check loophole fix and to ban assault weapons in high capacity magazines. Right. So I mean, no shocker there, right? I right. mean, he was already talking about well, it. They've it been was talking already about that being for, discussed. Yeah, two years. So well, I know, but I'm saying the timing as soon as it happens, now we're we're pushing. And I also came across this article right here. 
from Newsbreak.com that the Biden administration is urging the Supreme Court to let cops enter homes and seize guns without a warrant. Mm. Good luck. Well, and we're also seeing, this is according to Jen uh, Psaki, your, your, your girl, that he is considering gun control executive orders. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's... Now, after the audio that we played last week, him talking about to the civil rights group, saying that there are certain things that he can't do by... Well, he, you know what? I want to retract that. He didn't say that he couldn't do the executive orders. He didn't want to use executive orders because they can be overturned. Right. He wanted something more permanent. So I'm, I'm going to say that he's not saying that he's going to not use executive orders. He was saying he didn't want to... Because it's not law. Right. Technically, an executive order is kind of like a mask mandate. It's not really a law. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's under the guides of a law, of it being a law. Because uh, if it were a law, it wouldn't be so easy to overturn them. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, I mean, day week one of his administration, he basically overturned every executive order that Trump did. Right. So it's literally that easy. So as soon as he's out of office, whether he's gone in 24 and... He doesn't uh, want the next guy coming in and overturning. Well, especially if it's a Republican. So right. like if Trump's back in there in 24, or DeSantis or whoever is the, pre- is the Republican and that person wins the presidency surely they'll follow the same fucking rhetoric and day one go in there and cancel all his bullshit. So we started looking into mass shootings with other presidents. Right. And how it corresponded with certain gun bills or gun laws or gun reforms or whatever you want to call them. Right. So we're going to stop at, we're going to start at Bill Clinton. Do you want to work your way back, or do you want to work your way forward? We can work with me, buddy. How's it going? (laughs) I finally get to get on the show. We got something here. We got something about you a little bit later. What? (laughs) I swear to God, it wasn't me. It It probably was. (laughs) Uh, So, what are we talking about? All right. So we're talking about the daddy of them all that started. In you know, man, come on, leave Monica out of this. No, 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 no. We're talking about Columbine. Oh, Columbine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so Columbine was the first one that captured, I I would say, captured the... National attention. Yes. And that led to the assault weapons ban by Bill Clinton in 1994. Right, yeah. That had a 10-year shelf life. Well, and, I mean, actually, Colin, he had, he had actually signed the... Uh, weapons ban prior to Columbine. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I was ahead of the curve on that one. Yeah, but the weapons that they had at Columbine, would they have been classified as illegal? Uh, The Tech 9, probably, but the rest of them wouldn't have been. Okay. I mean, the bombs would have been, I guess. But here's the thing. With that weapons ban, if... Well, number one, those kids weren't old enough to own guns. Right. So, number one. Number two, uh, let's assume, I I don't know all the details on the Columbine. I was, you know, that was a long time ago. Right. Uh, But let's say they got those guns from their dad. 
Let's, right. The two kids. What was it? Dylan and Dylan Klebold and uh, Eric Harris and Eric, Dylan Klebold. Eric and, okay, so sorry. So you, I knew it was Harris something, but I, I just couldn't remember. Let's name. let's assume that Derek and or Dylan and Eric's dad had these guns. Okay, they legally bought those guns at the gun shop. Whatever. So if they bought those guns a year prior to Columbine, I'm just I'm just spitballing here, right? So they bought the guns a year before Columbine, so they legally purchased the guns. Then Dylan and Eric said, fuck this shit, we're going to shoot up the school, uh, get your dad's guns. Okay, so with the assault, quote-unquote, assault weapons ban that they had and the high-capacity mag ban that they had was from that point forward in 94, from that point forward, you couldn't buy a, an assault weapons or a, a, a large-capacity magazine. But if that gun was bought a month, a year, two years, three years prior to then, you're golden. Right. So Columbine would have happened either okay, way. So the only technical, they had they had four firearms right. with them. They had a Tech 9 assault pistol. They had a high point 9mm carbine. And it worked? <laughs> well, we don't know for sure that it oh, worked. Oh, okay. Uh, a Savage 67H pump action shotgun and a Savage... 311D 12 gauge shotgun. Right. So uh, only one of the three firearms that they had. Now, they had a friend that bought the shotguns and the high point 9mm carbine at a gun show in 1988. Or I'm sorry, uh, uh, in 1998, sorry. 98. It happened, happened before 98, though. Uh, that's what it says. I mean,. Because the damn thing was signed. No, in. it happened in '99. Columbine. Yeah. Oh. I thought they said it happened before. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, in April twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. All right. All right. Well, irregardless, point being is, the bans don't fucking work because there was a, that ban was ten years, ninety four well, to 04. Well, but but no, I mean this is important. Because the Tech 9, the only item, the only firearm that was deemed illegal under the assault weapons ban, right? Right. Was the Tech 9. And it was bought from a, an employee that they knew, who knew they were too young to purchase it, nevertheless sold it to them. Right. So they bought it from a private citizen. So I wonder if he was ever charged. Don't know. Probably should have been. Okay? Right. So that was under Clinton. We have the assault ban that lasted 10 years. Right. Okay. So next president would be... Uh, Bush. Bush Jr. BJ. What? <laughs> Don't I thought it. you already talked about me. Come on, guys. Oh. All right. So what do we have under Bush Jr.? Uh, his most notable and, and mass shooting... I, I understand. Understand. We're not... We're not downplaying any acts of violence in any of these situations. These are just the most recognizable mass shootings. Right. These were like, uh, so under Clinton, like for example, to backtrack, he had eight uh, mass shootings. Okay. And now technically they describe a mass shooting. What was it? Three or more Three or more people. Mm -hmm. I think the article I'm reading this off is, was mass shootings, not like Chicago on a Friday night. Right. You know, these are like notable mass shootings. Okay. Uh, so Clinton's most notable was Columbine. Bush's most notable was Virginia Tech. 
Virginia Tech. All right. So 32 dead, 17 injured. Right. With that being said, he had eight. Clinton had eight. Bush Daddy had four. So between those three, you're at 20. Right. Over a uh, 20-year period. Now, the Virginia Tech shooter was a little bit different. He should have never owned a firearm. Right. Period. Um, so this happened, of course, in Virginia. There was a, um, a, uh, a special justice declared the gunman mentally ill and ordered him to attend treatment, yet he was never institutionalized. Eh. So he was allowed to buy guns, even though they knew he had, um, well, he was deemed mentally ill. Right. Because they did not institutionalize him, he did not fall under. Right. He he wasn't like recorded as such. Right. So therefore, he was allowed to purchase the firearms that he had. See, you know, and, and in Legally. Florida, when you're filling out the paperwork, one of the questions is, have you ever been deemed mentally unfit? Right. So right there, even though this guy didn't go to uh, institutional, whatever, he was still deemed mentally unfit. So anyway, go ahead. Right. So there we have another situation. All right. So what? after Bush Jr., did he have any more... Um. Uh, he, national. Well, he had eight. That was one. So let me see here. Blah 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 blah. Well, there really was on Clinton about their shit. So George Bush, he had a number. So his first one was the the Native American kid at the high school shot nine people or killed nine people and then killed himself. So at least he saved us some money. Um, so Virginia Tech, um, that, it doesn't really go into what his other ones, uh, those were the most notable, the, the Native American one and, and the other one. Okay. Well, I mean, because those, between those two, you had, um, uh, 42 dead. So between all of his, he had 75 dead. So you take the other six. I, I don't want to use the word only, but I'm going to have to use the word only. You only had 30 other deaths. So they obviously weren't as news, newsworthy. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Right. So Obama, though, he's the record holder right. as of right so now. So this is where it ramps up because what, what has happened in this time? The assault weapons ban has expired. Yeah, because it expired in 04. Right. So, and now we've got him coming in. Right. Where he was known. I think he even he even ran, campaigned on that, talking about gun control. Or yeah, because, uh, so when did he become president? In 08. 08. So, mm -hmm. yeah, because it was lifted in 04 under Bush. Right. And uh, so, yeah, he ran a lot of his, especially being from, supposedly, Chicago. Right. <laughs> so, he had how many? He, we got the record holder here. Four. Oh. No, wait, shit. 24. 24. So the previous... So this... The funny thing is, this report... And by funny, he means interesting, not yeah, funny. Yeah, not funny, haha. Uh, this report was since 1966. So the presidents on this list were LBJ, uh, Reagan, Daddy Bush, Clinton, 
Bush Jr., Obama, and Trump, right? So of since 66, if you since we haven't gotten the Trump, I'll take him out of this. We'll talk about him in a second. You had 48 mass shootings of notable notable mass shootings, 48, right? Since 66. 24 of them were were Obama. Not him personally, but <laughs> under him, I should say. Uh, the most notable of of those 24 was the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, uh, where he, the person, <laughs> okay. Well, I tell you what. Let's before we before we do that. Let's let's look at them in order. The there were three big ones that happened under Obama. Under Obama. Okay. So we know Pulse okay, was but, one. But let's start let's start with the first one. The first big one was Aurora. 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 Aurora right. Colorado. And that happened in July of twenty twelve. Okay. All right. So we've got a guy goes into a movie theater. Actually, I'm I'm gonna back up I'm gonna I'm gonna back up on you on that one. Okay. I'm gonna circle back circle around. Circle back. All right. <laughs> he had two in his first in under his first year. As president, one I didn't even know about until I'm reading this article it was a Vietnamese immigrant killing 13 at an immigration service center in New York. Okay. Uh, the second one is a notable because I remember this one was the Fort Hood shooting. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. So then you had the Aurora shooting. I'm sure there was one in between. It was, that was in 09. Those two were in 09. But nonetheless, then you had Aurora, right? So this is was uh, Holmes, I think was the name, right? John Holmes. Okay, so we got the Fort Hood shooting was in 2009. Uh, and that was at a... Da, 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 da. The Benny Hill Show? <laughs> so that was the deadliest mass shooting on an American military base. Right. Okay. And so we had that one chalked up to Islamic extremism. Yeah, and he was a haji. Okay. Uh, so was Pulse. But, so was this guy. But, 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 let's look at the weapons. And, and this is what I'm curious about, is, is not only what happened, but the weapons used. Right. Okay, so the reason why, I mean, this was a big deal. I'm not saying none of these weren't a big deal. Any mass shooting is a big deal. Right. Please do not take this out of context. The weapon used was an FN 5.7 pistol and a Smith & Wesson three fifty seven revolver. Those were the weapons at Foot, Fort Hood. Okay, so that doesn't really fit the narrative. Doesn't help. Yeah. Both legal firearms, even well, under the I assault think, ban. I think what the narrative, if you want to use it, where they were going with on this was, was the. I mean, granted, he was an army guy. It's not like he was just some dude that stumbled upon a military base and started shooting people. No, no, I mean, no, no. He was yeah. a sergeant or something, or right. a captain or something. But he uh, he was uh, a haji, and he supposedly was in talk in communication with. Uh, shit, I can't remember the dude's name. Alawazar, whatever, uh, you know, who was later killed in a drone strike. I don't know if that had anything to do with this, but nonetheless. Uh, so the guns didn't fit the narrative, but the color of the skin did. So the, the government's very convenient in trying to find the narrative that suits whatever they want to talk about. So back then, it was all about the war in Syria, the war in Afghanistan, the war in Iraq, the, you know, trying to trying to promote... 
the warmongering in the Middle East, right? So here you had a Middle Eastern person. Granted, he was a, a U.S. military person, but nonetheless, he was a Middle Eastern. Uh, so it always seems to help the narrative. So in this case, the one that happened the other day, you had a Middle Eastern a person of Middle Eastern descent, I should say, born in Syria, who, if he probably used a handgun or two handguns or whatever in this situation, maybe it would have been a different story. It would have still been 10 dead, blah, 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 whatever. But the fact that he used an AR-15, we don't care. We right. You have people coming out saying we don't want to sensationalize. We don't want to say his name. We don't want to do this. We don't want to. We shouldn't want to say any of these guys' names because a lot of these people do this stuff for the attention. For the attention, and, right. and they lead to copycats and right. people that see them get fame. But in this situation, it is important to note, like you, you guys. I'm going to say you guys, the people that made such a big deal about this white kid shooting up the Jack Shacks in Atlanta because the girls, six of the eight were Asian, then it had to be regard. I think even regardless that he was white, but it helped the fact that he was white. It had to be about the Asian aspect of it. Right. Mm -hmm. When the kid came out and said, not that he denied shooting these people. No, no, no. It wasn't about race. It was because I was horny and you know, these people are, you know, right. there, in his mind, he believed that those businesses made him who he was. Well, I, I tell you what. So for the for the for the sake, like you just mentioned, we're not going to mention who did these shootings anymore. Okay, we're just going to say the perpetrator or whatever. Again, my my point is not who did it; it's the weapons that were used. Right. Okay. So we the Fort Hood didn't really fit what we were looking for. So we go to 2012, July 2012, we have the Aurora Aurora, shooting. Right. And in this instance, we had, um, he had tear gas grenades. He had a Smith & Wesson MP15 Sport, which is a AR-15. It's a scary assault, fully semi-automatic black assault killing machine with a 52-round mag. Mm, No. Oh, wait, they don't call them magazines. No. When they don't know what they're talking about, they call it's them a, clips. It's a clip. Right. Yeah. Uh, we had a Remington 870 Express Tactical Shotgun, and we had a Glock 22 Gen 4 handgun. Okay. All right, so once again, well, I mean, other than the tear gas grenades, I don't know. Yeah, where'd you get those? I, I don't know where, where those fall yeah, in. But Colorado <laughs> needs to check their fucking... Uh... <laughs> like, everyone talks about Florida and Texas and shit like that. Fucking think about it. I mean, like once again, we're not trying to make fun of the situation, but I, I guess even when I say that and I say but, it makes it sound like I'm going to make fun of the situation. I'm going to say this about that. How about that? Uh, Columbine, Colorado. Aurora, Colorado. Now we have Boulder. Boulder, Grocery Colorado. Store. With 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 weapons that were questionably obtained... And what I mean by weapons, talking about the Columbine, the kids got them from a friend that knew a guy that, you know, whatever. Uh, Aurora had tear... Where in the fuck do you buy tear gas grenades? Damn if I unless he Unless he made them in his fucking garage or something. And then, then you got Haji McGillicuddy here that buys a gun, and he's got a record. He's been... He's on the FBI's 
radar, but yet he was able to supposedly legally obtain a firearm. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. So, and I, I, I hate to bring the conspiracy angle. Right. But I will say that it's... Convenient. Well, convenient that a lot of these... Well, no, nah, I'm not even going to go down. So we're just gonna we're just gonna <laughs> leave it. At this. Yeah, we're just <laughs> gonna leave it. What does he want to say? What is he trying to say? No, 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 no. I, again, this is about the weapons, uh, not, not so much know. the people, not so much the people. The, the weapons. All right. So Aurora, okay. you, you named his weapons. Then we had okay. So now we had Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook, which happened in the same year. It happened in December, right? Later on in the year. Um, weapons. Where this guy legally obtained weapons at the gun well, shop, right? No, I think this. I know the story. I'm just being a smartass. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. He actually he, took his his parents. Uh, no. I believe. He killed his mom. Yeah. Then yeah. stole her guns. Yeah. So so we had a Bushmaster. <laughs> so let, let's forget about anything. The fact that this dude, obviously... He, so he took they illegal gun owners. Yeah, they weren't his guns. Right. He didn't legally go buy these guns. Mama had the guns in her gun safe. So he killed his mom. He didn't well, break yeah, into someone's house and kill them and stole their guns. You're feeding, you're feeding the left because they're saying, well, if these weren't even available, then he wouldn't have had them to steal. <sighs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? Right. So we had weapon, Bushmaster XM15E2S rifle, mm-hmm. AR-15. Nice gun. Mm-hmm. And a Glock 20 SF handgun. Okay. Okay. So, and the means that he got them, we just said. Right. Okay. And then uh, then the other notable one under Obama is the Pulse nightclub shooting right. in Orlando. With another scary assault AR-15, uh, and I believe he was a Haji, too. Uh, he, <laughs> I'm just calling it as I see it. I don't really give a shit. It is what it is. Was he not? Uh, I mean, his wife got arrested for fucking... I mean, they killed his ass, but... He was. So, they're from fucking... His um, parents were from Afghan, and he was raised as a Muslim. Exactly. Yes. Sugar water. Okay. So, uh, this was a big death toll. 58 injured, mm-hmm. 53 by gunfire, uh, 50 deaths, including the perpetrator. So, 49. And we had a six-hour MCX semi-automatic rifle. And I'm going to say this about that. That's not a cheap gun. No. That's probably a damn $2,000 gun. Back then. I mean, it's probably even more now. <laughs> and a Glock 17 semi-automatic pistol. So you know what I've noticed in all of these, except for Columbine? Common denominator is Glock. Glock. I'm just going to point that out. <laughs> Maybe you should ban Aus- Austrian guns from being sold in America. How does that sound? Hmm. 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 <laughs> And see, in Columbine, they were low budget, and they had a high point and a savage. <laughs> I mean, shit, that damn SIG that that dude used cost more than all the guns used in Columbine. Okay, so he he so beatboxed. He he legally purchased the weapons from a Florida store on consecutive days about a week before the rampage. Okay. All right. So once again, 
Once again, and I might be wrong, but I think I remember seeing that he was also I was gonna on say, a watch list. I was going to say, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't he on the FBI watch list? He was. I, mean, I think the FBI has got some fucking issues, too. All these people that you're hearing are doing this stuff. Not all these people, but a lot of these people are all on FBI watch list. What the fuck are you doing, FBI? <laughs> well, uh, don't call them out too hard because I'm sure that we could end up on one of those watch lists, too. <laughs> Probably not, <yeah. laughs> Especially just from searching all this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> FBI, open up! Oh, shit! Oh, shit, they're here! <laughs> Shots oh. fired! Shots fired! Uh, that's, right. that's theater. As Rand Paul would call it. That's a little theater. <laughs> all right. Once again, nothing funny about this. Um... Okay, so that that's our three big ones under Obama. Right. The one that was pushing uh, most notable trying to get back into the the uh, assault, assault weapons. weapons ban. You know, because it, <laughs> I know the joke was with Obama, he was pushing so hard for an assault weapons ban that he he <laughs> I don't remember who the manufacturer was. I don't know if it was Smith and Wesson or if it was. Uh, Springfield, but one of the two uh, had a picture of him up on their uh, wall. It could have been a joke too, but I saw where they put him up as salesman of the year, one of the one of the years, <laughs> because his rhetoric, his his tone was a, as of what it was to the point where people just went ballistic buying fucking guns uh, because they just assumed, much like I think they said this past summer was the most guns sold in America ever. Right. You know, so. All right. So now we move on to President Trump. And he had zero. No. Oh, no. <laughs> he had 27. No. He personally didn't have any. He was like, I'm not going to kill people. <laughs> I just want to build the wall. <laughs> he had four. 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 Most notable. Okay, so we go we go from okay, eight with Clinton. Eight, eight, twenty-four. So eight with Four. Clinton in how many years? Eight. Okay. We had eight with eight. Bush Jr. Eight years. In eight years. We had how many with Obama? Twenty-four. In eight, eight years. Eight years. Okay. We had Trump for four years and he had four. So if you look at Clinton and Bush averaging out, they had one a year. Right. Right. And so did Trump. Okay. Uh, Numbnuts McGee up there had three a year. Okay. So we move on to Trump. And so most notable, we had two shootings, most notable. One, we had the Vegas shooting. Right. In 2017. Which ended up resulting in the gun, the uh, bump stock. The bump ban. stock ban. All right. So we have another ban. We have another gun um, accessory ban. Well, whatever. right, but it's another gun control situation. Bill, right. right, is up, and now we have a mass shooting. And again, I'm not trying to say conspiracy. I'm just saying. Well, right. interestingly enough, I and I and, and, and I could be wrong, but I think the the bump stock was an executive order. Okay, that's fine. But I'm saying that that was being talked about prior to the shooting. Right. So it's not like the shooting happened. Oh, we're bringing up this ban. Right. We're, we're bringing up this legislation. Right. So it was already in the works. It was already being talked about 
right? Right. Okay. So we had the Vegas shooting. We had, um, again, we're not going to talk about the, the perpetrator. I know he had several legal firearms that he bought legally. Yeah, he was. But he obtained them over a period of time. It wasn't like he just went, <laughs> he went to Walmart and picked up on a shopping spree of uh, weapons. ARs, yeah. Not to mention the fact that. Loaded his buggy. You know, when it comes to a lot of these shootings, I always question, you always hear after the fact, oh, well, we noticed that, I don't even know the guy's name, but we noticed that this guy checking into whatever the hotel was, he had a shit ton of baggage. Yes. And it was like, so you you knew that, you know, Bob Johnson was staying at the hotel for however many days, and he brought trunks of fucking Yes, but, to stay? yes, but uh, once again, you can't ask people. I, I know, but <laughs> you would think... And let's just say this is Vegas, and what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> well, so, you know, I'm sure they've seen witter shit than, than that. Yeah, probably. Okay. So, uh, weapons are, are almost too many to count here, because as you just said, he brought in several uh, trunks full. But we had, of course, we had a, uh, a 223 caliber AR-15... Uh, we had a 308 AR-10. Uh, we had a 308 bolt action. Um, Jesus, there, there's just too many to name here. So but obviously, you, two had of, assault weapons. Two, two of the three were were deemed w- would be classified under the assault weapons ban. Right. So, and I think he had multiple multiple ARs. Yeah. Well, plus he had a tripod set up. It's not even. I mean, right. That dude. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck was going on in his mind. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. Um, well, you know what's interesting about that is you... I mean, I, I don't want to say this and be ignorant about it, but, okay, everyone... Columbine happened 20-something years ago. Everyone remembers that, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone remembers... Uh, Sandy Hook. Everyone remembers the next one you're about to talk about. Mm-hmm. Everyone remembers Pulse. You know, everyone remembers Fort Hood. You know, we've named other incidents that people don't remember. For whatever reason, they weren't, I don't know if I want to use the word celebrated, but maybe they didn't fit a narrative, so we didn't talk about them as much. Right? Exactly. But the Nevada, the Las Vegas one, did fit a narrative because of the guns used, the bump stocks, and so on and so forth. Right. But you almost forget about it. Like, mm. a lot of people can sit here and talk about Columbine 20 years ago, Sandy Hook, I, I don't Parkland, know. Pulse, da 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 if you, if you went up to anybody on the street right now and said, name five mass shootings that you, off the top of your head, name them. Guarantee you they're going to tell you, especially around here, they're probably going to mention Pulse because it was right here. Right. They'll say Pulse, Columbine, Parkland. I bet you, I bet you fucking um, Las Vegas isn't even brought up for most people. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I actually think it's more popular because, because you had a lot of deaths. Well, you had a lot there was of a lot of conspiracy theories into well, that shooting. There, there is a lot going on at Vegas. Right. That. Um, most people don't want to talk about. Most people don't even know. Right. There's a lot of um, questionable things about that whole situation, right. including the dude's death. So, if he's dead, no, he's dead. <laughs> he dead. The question is, is who 
Was he the one pulling the trigger? Was well, he, he did, dead before he did, pulled the trigger? Did, did he kill himself, as has been stated, or... Was he uh, kind of Oswald, so to speak? Hmm. Right? Yeah. So anyway, go to All your right. next one. I know I just said it, but... All right, and then we have the Parkland shooting and uh, the, the February of 2018. There, at that one, see, I'm trying to figure out. So you said Vegas was how many dead? 2007. Oh, it was 60... I just closed it. I think it was 60, 61, including the perpetrator dead, but we had 800... 58 dead. Uh, it said 60... I could have sworn it said 61. Yeah. Well, right here I'm saying 58 dead and 500 injured. Well, according to this that I was looking at, it said 61 dead and 890 injured. Well, mine's off of uh, National Affairs. Yours was okay, off of I'll CNN. Take <laughs> <laughs> no, but my point is this. If there was only 58 or 60 or whatever dead... How is that the number one? Parkland, that was at a high school, right? It was at a high school. So, you know, high school's what? Got five, six, seven, eight hundred kids? Yeah, least. but we only had seven. When I, again, here we go saying no, only again. But I thought David Hogg was the only survivor. <laughs> uh, well, no. Oh. Uh, no. You, sh- you, you sure? Yeah. So. So we had uh, 17, 17 killed. 17 killed. And a chunk of those were teachers or administrators and stuff, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Some students. I'm not saying there wasn't any students. But anyway. Okay. I mean, I know David Hogg, you know, yes. was on the front lines so taking this is, fire. and. This is where we get the beloved David Hogg from. No. And his soon-to-be defunct um, good pillow company. <laughs> All right. So we got 17 uh, weapon used. Only one weapon. Listed mm, they are. Smith & Wesson MP15 Sport 2 semi-automatic rifle. Right. Uh, AR-15. Okay. And uh, my understanding with this individual... How what? How? How he obtained. Um, technically, he obtained it legally. He was 18. Yes. In Florida, you could buy at the time, you could buy a rifle at the age 18. It's considered a long gun. He bought it at Walmart or at a gun sh- shop. I remember the story. Okay. So he purchased it legally. Um, which, you know, I'm, I'm going to say I've seen some about changing the legal limit to 21. And they did in Florida. Okay. So I agree with that. Right. Um, if you can't, so my question, if you can't is, buy alcohol until you're 21, right. you shouldn't be able to buy a firearm until but you're 21. As long as you can go, but how do, how are you going to defend our country without a gun? <laughs> buy. You can be handed it uh, by our government, but. Can't go buy one. Can't go buy one. No, that seems fair. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. Um, I'll, I'm going to say this. The thing that pisses me off the most about all of this talk, and we're we're guilty of it too, because here we are, is, and once again, I don't want to use the word only, but of the however many there was since 1966, what I say, 48 uh, shootings, or no, 52 with Trump, uh, of the notable mass shootings, you had. Uh, 52 incidents 
done by 50, well seemingly 52 individuals right some of these mass shootings it's it's not well with the exception of columbine right it's not usually two people it's not you know bob and steve johnson killed these people in a the movie theater it's one guy in a movie theater it's one guy at the school it's one guy you know with the exception of columbine right i don't know that any you, of the other situations were multiple lone, people lone gunman right Mm-hmm. So, um, so you you've got fifty two events done by fifty three individuals, right? Uh, but yet the other thirty million or whatever gun owners that there are in America are guilty of mass shootings because we own guns, right? And I shouldn't be able to buy an assault weapons because some fucking moron well, and, and in you're Colorado out, shot ten, you know, killed ten people at a grocery store. Right. So you're singling out. So we said how many shootings? Right. And 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 I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the ballpark because I know some of them didn't count. But you said we had. Do you have Do you have a calculator or can yeah. you can you do this quick dirty math? Dirty All math. Right. All right. So since Clinton, we had eight, eight, twenty-four, four, and now. We've had one that involved a, a assault weapon, right? So forty-five. So forty-five, and I'm not going to say all of those. We knew Fort Hood didn't involve assault weapons, so you got to take that one out. That's forty-four. Right. So I'm going to round it down to an even forty, and I okay. could even be wrong on that. So let's say forty of those had assault weapons or right. weapons that would be deemed assault weapons. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about how many years is that? Since Clinton? Yeah. Twenty. No, so Clinton, Clinton was in there in 96, so almost 30 years. 30 years. Twenty. Let's call it 25 years. 25 years. So we've had 40 instances. 40 instances. And I know some people are going to say, that's 40 too many. That's, I, I fucking that's get you. That's I understand. almost two a year, man. I, I understand. So because 40 instances in a 25-year span were going to take away legal, law-abiding well, citizens, right. And I, I will question how many of those were illegally obtained. Well, and my question is this. We're, we're pointing out notable mass shootings that have happened in the past 25 years, Columbine, so on and so forth. What about last weekend in Chicago? So last weekend in Chicago, not even last weekend, on Monday. Okay. Monday, 15 people shot. Now, granted, it wasn't a mass shooting. Granted, it wasn't one individual shooting 15 people. I understand. But there were 15 acts of violence, murders. Right. But that's my point. They're focused on... Okay. On these situations where one guy or whatever shoots up a grocery store. In the meantime, any given day in Chicago, people are getting killed. Well, here's, here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going, I'm going to give you another story that goes along with the Jack Shack story. Mm-hmm. All right. So we Jack had- Shack, <laughs> baby Jack Shack. Jack Shack. Oh, baby, that's where I'm sorry, go ahead. I was thinking about that earlier. Not going to a Jack Shack, but the song. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so I know what he's doing after the show today. Yeah. I need a massage, man. That's a little tight. Come on, man. All right, so we had the guy shot up, um, killed eight people, right? Right. Six Asian, Asians, two, two whites. whites. Okay. Right. 
So because, and I will say that story's kind of fallen out of the wayside now, especially due to the Boulder thing. Right. But did you know that we also had another mass uh, assault? Did you even hear about it? Shooting? No. Oh. Well, we we've had well we've had two right. since since the well, Atlanta we had, shooting. We had the one in Pittsburgh that we talked about right. last week or last show. Uh, eight people hospitalized after a mass stabbing early Sunday morning band, in Detroit's Detroit's Tyga Hookah Lounge. Band knives. Now, have you heard anything about this? No, until you told me this morning. I hadn't heard shit about mass it. stabbing. Right. Well, that's what happened in Pittsburgh. That guy, mass stabbing at the McDonald's. What did he stab? Eight people, six people, whatever it was. Um, Seven men and one woman were stabbed. Police said shots were fired during the stabbing, but no one sustained bullet wounds. None of the stabbing injuries were life-threatening. That, that's what it was. That Nobody died. Right. Nobody died. Nobody, nobody... Well, same thing with Pittsburgh. Right. You nobody know. died, so it's not important. But in the Pittsburgh one, I remember you reading the story where as he was stabbing the the 12-year-old boy, he was yelling white devil. Right. Nothing racist about that, though. Right. You know, the fact that we assume because this white guy shot the Asian hookers that it was a it was a race thing. But the fact that a Middle Easterner shot white people, it's a gun thing. And just, the fact that it's, it's just ridiculous. It's just asinine. Well, I just want to point out that this article talking about the stabbing uh, if you're if you're looking at the tags and things that go along with it, the very first one is the Second Amendment. So I just want to point out the stupidity of the fact that you're talking about a stabbing and you're talking about the Second Amendment. Oh man, bare arms, man, come on! It don't matter what kind of arms, as long as you got bare arms. <laughs> so who would have thought we were going to sit here and chit chat an hour about one subject? Well, when when we have all of this to go. Well, I understand, and <laughs> my wife hates these long shows, but unfortunately, there's news. Yeah. Now, she probably hated the amount of time that we spent on that, but I think it's important to show that... <laughs> she is. I just thought about that because she was like, you guys ramble on about the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, well, we just ramble for an hour <laughs> on the same subject. But it's, I think it's, it's important. important. It's important to us, and it should be important to anybody who follows this show. What's the name of our show? What's, what's the name of... Hello? It's... Um, no Guns for Anyone podcast. <laughs> no, no, that's the other guys. No. This is Don't Tread on America, right? If you want to take our guns away from us, guess what you're doing? You're treading on us. No steppy snake. Come on, man. Um, this is important to us, and it should be important to all Americans, even the people with the blue check marks by their name that I'd be almost willing to guess half of those people own guns or have bodyguards that own guns, right? Well, that's that's the main thing. That a lot of these people that are calling for gun control and no guns and 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 bans on guns also have you know hired um, hired High personnel. Skin, they right. live in uh, gated, gated communities, communities right. gated houses, security systems, and bodyguards, right? With weapons, right? With these so-called uh, banned assault weapons. Yeah, because a lot of them are using your uh, Uzis and uh, Tech Nines and so I would, sold off. You know they'll have a, a pistol, AR-15 pistols, right? You know, right. So, so it's it's just that we called it though. Much we called the it hypocrisy. Well, much like Tucker said, I was I think it was the show I was watching from last night, where he's like, as these people sit behind their 
their encampment in at the Capitol surrounded by the military with guns, they're going to take your guns away. You know, the whole point of the Second Amendment, you know, you hear people, the ah, Second Amendment wasn't wrote about hunting. Okay, it wasn't sugar water. It was wrote about being able to hold your government accountable for their actions. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, if they come in and start knocking on doors and taking guns away, now that's an assumption because much like under the uh, assault weapons ban under Clinton, people who already owned said guns were safe. Uh, people didn't have to go turn in their assault weapons when that happened. That's where this one, if they pass one, is going, it, I have a feeling, could be a lot worse. Because this is where, where Feinstein did her bill that she wrote. It said that you would be grandfathered in, and we had talked about this. Yeah, but then, like I said, we have this article talking about that Biden's yeah. pressuring well, the Supreme Court. he's even said so when he was. To allow no-knock warrants. Right, and when he was doing his. Uh, or no-knock, no warrant. Right. Actually, well, didn't they learn their lesson in Kentucky with the Breonna Taylor no knock warrants? <laughs> Dude, that was. Eh, I'm just saying. Nah. But my point is, is where Feinstein's talking about grandfathering in whatever. Well, <laughs> technically, that's fine because if you look at the last your last couple of shootings that you talked about, with the exception of the Vegas shooter, I'm assuming he probably had a stockpile. He'd probably been collecting guns. Uh, assuming he obtained them from the store or if the military gave him, I don't know. But uh, the uh, Parkland shooter, this guy in, in Denver, so on and so forth, bought the guns, you know, within a week or two prior to the incident. You know, saying, so yeah, if you had an assault weapons ban, it would probably stop that, maybe. Because who's to say that this guy, this Ahmad, whatever, if he was being watched by the FBI because of his uh, his being talking to another guy that was being watched by the FBI, who's to say he couldn't have gotten a gun some other way? Right. And as we talked about before, you don't necessarily you don't necessarily need a gun. I understand it's going to limit, but it it's not going to stop. Right. As we but, saw, uh, stabbing. Right. Eight well, the people. Gun, the guns as, as many people as want to say that, uh, well, if you had a knife, somebody would stop him. This this dude stabbed eight different people. Before he got stopped. Before he got stopped. Right. Well, that's the thing. The gun's a scary thing. You know, you, if you're at a grocery store and all of a sudden you hear a pop, you're like, what the fuck? What, Did something break? Is that a gun? You know, especially if you've shot guns. You know what it sounds You know like. what it sounds like. Especially being inside the grocery store and you hear a you know, pop. And I say pop, but you know it's going to be louder than right. that. Uh, this isn't a movie. This isn't a TV show where the gunfire, uh, actual gun firing, is pretty loud, especially if you don't have uh, ear protection on. <laughs> you know, so you're going to hear that and know what the hell that is. Uh, that's a lot, a lot, especially if you're unfamiliar with guns and you don't use guns. It's a lot scarier than someone wielding a uh, machete or a knife or whatever the case may be. Because at that point, I guess you're probably not realizing you're getting stabbed until you're, until you're getting stabbed. Right. You know, whereas you hear the gunshots coming, pop, 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 well, I got, you know. I got one better for you here. You were just talking about the FBI knowing in advance this guy, right? So they knew in advance the identity of this border, uh, 
Boulder, sorry. <laughs> it was a border patrol. <laughs> well, that's a whole separate issue. <laughs> uh, the identity of this Boulder shooter. They knew the identity of the Pulse nightclub shooter. They knew the identity of the San Bernardino terrorist, which was a husband and wife, if I remember correctly. Right. They knew the identity of the Boston Marathon bombers. Right. They knew the identity of the Garland, Texas shooters. They knew the identity of the Parkland High School shooter. Mm-hmm. They knew the identity of the Fort Hood shooter. Uh, what's the one thing that's in common with all those people that they knew about? What? Because wasn't Parkland? He wasn't. No, it was. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't. I know what you're saying. I know where you're going with that. I'm just saying. I know what you're... Well, there's a reason why they're on the FBI watch list. So... I don't think the guy was at Parkland, but... He wasn't white. Mm. I'm telling you, dude. Mm. Let's look it up. I don't want to say his name. No, but I'm going to look up his situation. Oh, I was wrong. His name was Bob Johnson. That's white as shit. No, I'm joking. Not Bob Johnson. No. Uh, Let's see. Do we know? Do we know? Yeah, whatever. So, anyway, when it comes down to the the guns, everyone just needs to be very much aware of of everything. And we really didn't plan on droning on and on about the. Uh, and we're sorry if that became boring and tedious, but it's important. It's important to us, and it's our show, so sugar water, and it should be important to you guys because if anybody that if anybody that is listening to this owns guns or likes guns or if you even if you only have one gun um i i wish i would have saved the post and i'll try to find it and we'll do an uh, amendment or we will revisit it on sunday briefly we got a lot we got a lot of shit to talk about and we got stuff to do so (laughs) we will we will easily have a good show for sunday yeah well i and i just want to say this real quick about that and then we can get off of it but this this post was by a special forces operator. This was by a guy who had worked in special forces for several, several years. And he was talking about the importance of having an armed population, talking about the fact that our government, this is how we do it in other countries. We arm the population so they can rise up against their tyrannical government. Right, And then here we are in this country and we're beginning to see the birthings of a tyrannical government. And I, anybody that cannot see that, I, I weep for you. Right. Well, and here we us. are talking about taking away our right to bear arms. Right. Do you oh, not no, see you the can, lunacy? You can still have a shotgun. Come on, man. No. <laughs> no. But I'm just saying, and I'll try to find this post because it's a really good point. Well, you know, here's what I say. I'm going to say this about that. It's like Biden's trying to make his mark before he's out of office. Well, he doesn't have much time. Well, so uh, so you, you saw this. Uh, the White House releases a memo to the press and to its the rest of its organization. <laughs> we'll say that. Uh, to refer to the Biden administration, so it was always the Trump administration, the Obama administration, the Bush administration, right. blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, we are not the Biden administration. We are the Biden-Harris administration. So my question to that is this. We've, we've talked about this in previous shows where uh, VP Harris has taken uh, meetings with foreign leaders and she's doing this and she's 
showing Joe where to sit at the desk to sign his his stuff, you right. know. So uh, is she the vice president? Is she co-president? You know, so when like like I said, you know, in the past whenever you talked about a president's administration, it was always they didn't say the Trump Pence administration, the Obama Biden administration, the Bush Cheney administration. Right. It was always one name. Right. But this one were well, and it goes along with the other things that we're already seeing where, you know, we've had the report of where she was taking uh, phone calls with world leaders. She's right. being more involved with uh, world affairs. Right. And she, you know, even he called her President Harris. He had the slip of the lip, President Harris. A couple Harris, of times. A couple <laughs> of times. And not only what you just said, but we have a leaked email that shows the White House will be elevating Vice President Kamala Harris to a level where she would be involved with all White House business. Well, I mean, not for nothing, but here we're watching the news and she's getting out and about. She's getting out and about a lot more than he is. Well, I can tell you one thing from what I saw of her getting off of the plane. She needs to start to learn how to salute the troops if she's going to be fucking president because that was disgraceful. Yeah, she don't know how to do that. Well, whatever. You're the vice president. You, it, it's still, be, you know, you're still beholden to those rules, too. Right. Salute the fucking well, troops. She doesn't have the earpiece in there. I don't give a fuck. Salute the troops. Yeah. Oh, salute the Marines. No, and then she could repeat it back. Oh, salute the Marines. Never do it. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, Inauguration Day, He's Biden's walking into the Capitol building, and uh, he's being told to salute the troops in his little fucking earpiece or whatever, and he just repeats exactly what they told him. Salute the troops. Or salute the Marines, I think, is, is yeah. what it was. And then he didn't even do it. He just kept walking. <laughs> fucking idiot, dude. This guy makes George Bush look fucking... Yeah. Well, I mean, at one time, he might have been a little sharper. Not saying he would have been better, but he might have been a little more sharper as a president than he is now. He is obviously uh, a puppet. He, yeah. I mean, there's... You still have a couple of times where they'll pump him full of Adderall and he'll yeah, get all and he'll get fired piss and up. vinegar for five minutes yeah. and then it's nap time. Oh, where's my tapioca? <laughs> so, are you ready? Are you ready for the Kamala Harris president? Uh, I, I wasn't ready for the Biden Harris, <laughs> uh, the Biden presidency. Uh, if if it's bad now, yeah, yeah. Wait till you get somebody that has no fucking clue this, what the this fuck bitch, they're doing. This bitch will run out of ink signing fucking yeah. EOs. She, yep. uh, she, yeah. Is, and any, any of the people that think that the AOC, uh, Rashida Tlaib and, and, uh, uh, Ilian Omar policies are bad under the Kamala Harris presidency get ready because all that shit's going to get, it's going to come. Right. Yeah. It's going to be, cause uh, she's on board with that whole group. Exacerbate it for sure. Oof. Well, I mean, shit, not to mention you, I don't know, not to get, we weren't going to talk about this, but, um. Uh, Biden's new uh, spending bill. Did you see that one? Three trillion dollars. <laughs> oh, the for the uh, the budget. Yeah. Well, I don't even think it's a budget. It's just another bill. They want three trillion more dollars for, for what? Well, uh, rumor has it there's uh, reparations into that. I have to read more. Well, we're, we're not going to go into detail because I don't know all the things about this bill. But it's it has a lot to do with about nothing. Three trillion dollars. For some bullshit. Oh, and we're going to do some roads in there. Because it's called an infrastructure bill, but most of the bill has nothing to do with infrastructure. I'm going to read... It just came out last night. I'm going to read more 
on it, and we'll talk about it on, on Sunday. Uh, Sunday. Okay. Sunday, Sunday. You just you said yeah, huh. yeah. So mm. you know, mm. the the point is, is in the past year they've passed. If this bill goes through, it'll be like ten trillion dollars stacked to the fucking bottom line of just bullshit stuff because of this Corona crap. And that's what they're all trying to put it under the guides of. Well, Corona, blah blah blah. Corona, blah blah blah. So, anyway, on to uh, another subject. What we saw, uh, our, one of our beloved Republican possible president, presidential or vice presidential uh, nominee, Christy Nome from the state of uh, South Dakota, the governor there. I guess she's under a little bit of fire from uh, different outlets over her uh, deciding, yeah, vetoing the bill that would uh, keep. Uh, males from female sports right and uh what was she she was on tucker right you said you had a clip i do have a clip from her being on tucker and they were discussing it uh, briefly as i was telling you i'm not the biggest fan of tucker like i i appreciate some of his content some of his stuff he seems very very smug very uh nah, i like him man he's he reminds he me a lot of someone i know <laughs> yeah i couldn't imagine who that is what i like about tucker is he he is conservative. He's probably more of a libertarian than a Republican. But if he doesn't like you, he doesn't like you. You know what I'm saying? He does. It doesn't matter if you have an R or D. You know, he, he likes Tulsi Gabbard. He likes Christy Nome. He doesn't like this the fact that she's kind of skating past this bill. Right. Well, I, I think you're going to find that it's, it's not so much that she's trying to reverse this bill or she's doing away with it or she's not going to go forward with it, I think she's kind of um, looking at ways to rewrite maybe some of the bill right? to make it a little more easier, I guess. User-friendly. <laughs> I guess, so to speak. All right, so let's listen. New Femiclear for genital herpes symptoms at CVS in the personal intimacy aisle. <laughs> and I don't think oh, that so you're saying, so hold on, children, just to be clear, it's I not the bill. The you're saying that the, many times over and over again. But wait, wait, wait. So you're saying the NCAA threatened you and you don't think you can win that fight. They said, if you sign this, we won't allow girls in South Dakota to play. And you don't think you sh can win in court, even though the public overwhelmingly supports you nationally. And so you're caving to the NCAA. I think that's what you're saying. No, that's not right at all, Tucker. In fact, you're wrong completely. Okay. I've been working on this issue for years. In fact, several years ago, I fought, I fought USDA to make sure that 4-H rodeo and that the sport of rodeo could keep girls' events, girls' events, and boys' events, boys' events. So I've been working on this for many, many years. And back since November, I've been consulting with legal scholars and professors across the country, asking them, how do I protect women's sports? And they've gone through the steps to how I would legally challenge the NCAA and keep them from bullying the state of South Dakota. And what they've told me to do is that I need to build a coalition. So that's why today, I launched DefendTitle9Now.com, and that's going to allow us to build a coalition of states that can fight the NCAA. Listen, I'm sick and tired of the NCAA threatening states, challenging us, and bullying us. And so we're going to build a coalition of leaders, athletes, and people who want to protect women's sports and want to make sure that our women keep Title IX in place to protect their right to be competitive and to be rewarded by participating in these team sports and make sure this coalition can fight the NCAA. To <laughs> so, I think basically what it seems like she's trying to say is that she 
doesn't want to go at it alone. Right. And But here's what I'm going to say about that, and this is where I agree with Tucker. That's the same fucking thing he said right. in the very beginning. You, the NCAA is going to threaten you. They may have already threatened you. Right. And you don't feel like you can win that fight just the governor of South Dakota. Right. No, 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 no. That's not what it... That's exactly what you just said. No, it's, I, I, I can, but I just need other states to be with me. And that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. NCAA is a very big... Uh, yeah, it's kind of like going against the NFL. Right. I understand. And that's why I'm kind of giving her a pass on this. She's not going away. She's not saying it's not important. She's not... Um, She's not dismissing it. She's no, not. She, she's not falling in lines like some of these other places where it's like, yeah, yeah. She's she's not folding to the pressure of it. She's saying, I want to be ready, and I want to be able, and I want to be able to put our best case forward to when this does become an issue, we'll be able to fight it. Right. So, kudos to her. I I know she's catching a little flack from it, but once again, I think she's doing the right thing. She's doing what she thinks is best. And so far, the way she's handled the COVID situation, the way she's handled herself in other situations, I would say that this will get resolved positively. Yeah, I think, I think, I think so. She seems like a uh, smart gal. I think she, uh, I think she's got a bright future and I don't think she's going to let something that is as polarizing as this, you know, bring her down. So, but I do, I will say this about Tucker, at least he, as much as he could have just not talked about it and no one would have known any different, he brought it to the forefront of like, why are you doing this? Right. And it's good to get it out there. Right. I mean, it's good. It's good. Because eventually it would have came out. Right. And at least she was able to go on Tucker, face a hard question. I'll give him credit too. As much as people talk shit about Tucker and, you know, you look at CNN, when CNN has one of their people's, you know, guest on, one of their like-minded individuals, they don't throw, it's all softballs. You know, at least with Tucker, he, she technically is on the side of that, you know, Fox's rhetoric, right? Right. Tucker went at her with it, with some, with the question. He didn't skate over it or, I mean, the whole topic of their conversation was about that bill and why are you not signing it? Right. So, what's so funny? Are you going to leave that in? Uh, <laughs> I, I might, because that shit was funny as well. <laughs> we apologize for the ad. We yeah. didn't realize it was going to play an ad in the first of the video, well, but it was so funny. We're cracking up. It's like herpes. <laughs> if you have genital herpes, blah, blah, blah. Hey, here's Tucker. <laughs> what? <laughs> My question is, is this, was that on YouTube or what was that? Uh, it was on Rumble. So, who in the fuck sold that ad for that video? Like, is, Come on, man. We all got to have sponsorships. You're complaining <laughs> about the sponsorships that don't want to sponsor Tucker. He's got one right there. <laughs> he got the herpes. He got the herpes people on board. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this about that. If any herpes company that's listening wants to sponsor the DTOM, uh, Don't Tread on America, uh, email me, Don Quartermus uh, at Yahoo. Because <laughs> I'll take any sponsorship at this point. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. You got to love it. All right, buddy. Well, I got to go pick up my, my doggy. All right. Well, 
Kind of a short show. My wife will be pleased. <laughs> short show, hour she, and a half. Yeah, she, a short she, show. She, she might actually <laughs> listen to some. And, no, because uh, the first 50, well, she'll, she'll 58 just keep, minutes of it was about guns. Yeah, well, she'll keep fast-forwarding. <laughs> yeah. She'll keep 30 fast-forwarding. 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Well, I'm going to say this. We did go... We, we did, I don't want to say we went short, because we're, we're, we're going to be close to an hour and a half once I get done with some editing. But um, our last couple of shows have been... In the, two, in the two-hour range, but we've, we've had a two hours full of shit. We could have gone two hours a day, but we got a little bit later started, and we wanted to. Um, just stay tuned. Guys, I want to say this in, well, in closing. I know, I know this, this is going to heat up, and oh, yeah, I, I don't know whether be... you're going to talk about but but the final jury member was chose for the Derek Oh, God, we'll go into that this weekend. Yeah, so yeah, just stay tuned I, to that, because it's about to heat up. plenty of shit I wanted, about to <laughs> wanted to talk about. Oh, one other thing. Uh in closing, before I go into our closing situation, Krispy Kreme, brother. Krispy Kreme. If uh, we go get our vaccinations, man, free donuts the rest of the year. Oh, shit. I'm in. Let's go. Yeah. I, here's my point about this. Number one, I could care less about Krispy Kreme. I'm not a big donut eater anyway. But what are the two main... Uh, endanger. I don't know if, if I'm using the words correctly, but the the two biggest endangered groups when it comes to COVID. Well, you're talking about people with pre-existing conditions and so, obesity. And, or, yeah, or or even if you just say older people and obesity, I right. think they say those are the two biggest groups. Right. Right. But yet, let's reward people with fucking donuts for getting the vaccine. Well, they got the vaccine, man. Now they're safe to be able to go back to eating donuts. Yeah, so now they can be fat. You can again. be fat again. You got your vaccine. <laughs> Biden's making America fat again. <laughs> it's safe to be fat, people. <laughs> Maffa. <laughs> Make America fat again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so anyway, we're gonna put oh, a oh hurry okay. up what 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 no 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 all right we're gonna put a lid on it. I just want to uh, tell everybody that's downloading our show and listening. I appreciate it. Our downloads are we going. We appreciate it. Yeah, we. I'm sorry. He well, appreciates I, it. I, I don't give a shit. I appreciate I, <laughs> I say I because I'm constantly looking at the data. He just comes in and spits his rhetoric and goes home. Goes home. <laughs> He's like, all right, say what I got to say. I'm out. No, but um, just keep on doing what you're doing, helping us out, spreading the word, because um, without you guys, we don't get downloads. You know, I download the show and listen to it. You know, while I'm at work, I might listen to it or after work or whatever, just to hear how we sound. That's one. I know my wife doesn't listen to it. <laughs> I know your wife hasn't listened to the last couple of shows because they've been long. Mm. So we're only getting, from from our small circle, we're getting one. I know my son listens to it, so there's two. So I don't know many other people that are listening to it. I know we got our uh, buddy we used to work with, Chris. Uh, I know another guy we work with, Randy. So, I mean, I literally I literally might know... Ten people. Maybe ten. Maybe right. ten. Personally know that are listening. So, the other couple hundred people that are listening right now, you're the ones that are spreading the word. So, keep doing so, please. And if you're not, please do. Yeah. So, anyway. Because, uh, like I said, if you like the show and you're listening to it, surely you have a friend or ten that would like the show because you... I would assume you're friends with like-minded individuals. And we'd like to see some more interaction. People, please post. On Facebook, yeah. yeah. Facebook and on Instagram. I know we are not probably doing the best job at of, putting stuff out right. there ourselves. But if you have questions, comments, whatever. And the Facebook page is open. 
So if you're a member of the Facebook page, you can post. So with that being said, if you want to be on the Facebook page, go to it. Go to Don't Tread on America or Don't Tread on America. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. Don't Tread on America oh. on Facebook. Like the page. You can find us. Just put it in your search bar. It'll pop up. We put some goofy shit on there, some stupid memes. You know, it's mostly goofy shit that we post on there. I went into a little tirade yesterday. I'd posted something. So, you know, like it. You guys can post on there, too. If you have a meme, post it. I, I'll prove it. If it's not something I don't, I'm sure I'm going to like it, so post it. Um, same thing with our Instagram. Same thing with our Twitter. Those handles are, D, Twitter is a... DTOM underscore 1775 and on Instagram it's Don't Tread on America. It's pretty simple. If you're listening to the show on your uh, podcasting, however that is, if it's Apple, Podbeam, Google, whatever the situation that you're listening to us on, it's the same same thing to find us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. So please, check us out. Uh, give us a thumbing and a liking. We're trying to do some video. I think we need to really focus on doing some video. Um, so that's something we're going to work on, on here in the next coming weeks i don't know we might lose all our followers or if we'll we gain, put your ugly mug up we'll there gain the... some more ugly followers but like, look these guys are ugly just like <laughs> just like me so anyway with that being said uh today is wednesday i didn't begin the show with this i was the first we jumped right into guns man jumped right in yeah feet first <laughs> wednesday march 24th 2021 i am don he is chris and we will talk to you guys Sunday, unless unless we get a hair up our ass and jump in a show on Friday or something. I don't know. You know, if he had his way, we would have a show every single day. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's actually not wrong. <laughs> so, anyway. Thanks for listening. You guys have a great day, and we'll see you Sunday, if not before then. Peace out. <laughs>